Hello there, and welcome to Craft Your Life with Altenew. This is Jen Raza, and I'm so excited to introduce you to today's guest. Let's give a very warm welcome to the amazing Virginia Liu. Hi, Virginia. Hi, everyone. Hi, Jen. Hi, um, people who listen out there. I'm just so delighted to be here. I'm honored. It's amazing. I have wanted to have you on as a guest of this podcast for quite a while because you are one of the crafters that I've met in person. And I can't say that for everybody. So I'm so happy that we've had the chance to meet live. And our history goes way back, you and I. It does. I'm very happy that I got to know you early on when you started Runway. However, mm-hmm. I discovered you when you were doing um Gallery Idol Challenge. And I was like, wow, this Jen, she is amazing. And I kind of followed you. And I'm a I'm I'm your fan. I mean early on. And thank you for finding me too. Oh, of course. And I'm such a fan of yours. And you also were participating in the Gallery Idol at one point. So we were together. Yes, I do. I I don't remember what year it was, but maybe 2012 or 2013. I actually have the badge because I I was top five. Um, It was 2014. Wow. So we've known each other for quite some time and we did get a chance to meet in person before and I've loved getting to know you. So today, some of our listeners out there, they're all going to get a chance to get to know you better as well. So why don't you give us a little bit of an introduction? Tell us about yourself. So I'm originally from Taiwan and I grew up in Taiwan up till university when I graduate. Then I met my husband at the time and somehow, you know how romance goes, I end up coming to Canada and marry him. And the rest is history. I was a language major thinking growing up, I was hoping to be a broadcaster on TV. That was my dream. Somehow life is just it changes and I, I just roll with it. I'm not a broadcast, TV broadcaster, but I'm happy to be where I am today. I worked in John's office. He was a family doctor. And uh, over the year, I learned to craft. I realized I'm a paper craft lover. And this is how it evolved. That's amazing. Now, what was the biggest shock moving to Canada from Taiwan? Yes, I had a bit of a culture shock. Even though I was pretty fluent in English as a university student, I remember coming to Ottawa. That's where I was. Uh, I did my master's degree in education in University of Ottawa. I remember telling John, how am I supposed to eat just chunky soup? And it's expensive. (laughs) And that's really what I told him. I think he was a little taken aback, didn't know what to say. And I'm just not loving the Western food. I mean, I was a student. I couldn't afford eating fancy food. But I went to the convenience store and I see Campbell chunky soup. And I was really not loving it. I have to say, as an American, I also agree that's not our finest work, the Campbell's soup. (laughs) And the sad thing was, I didn't know how to cook. One time I grocery shop, I I got pierogi. And I actually thought it's Chinese dumpling. So if you know what pierogi look like and the Chinese dumpling, you could see why I had the confusion. 
So that was my full culture shock. And gradually, you just learn and adapt and adjust. So that's how we do, right? When you move to a new country, I'm proud that I adjusted really well over the years, and I I think I'm fully immersed myself into the Canadian society. I lived in Canada for more than half of my lifetime now. Wow! Now, when you prepare food, do you like to prepare more Canadian or Western American food, or more of the traditional food that you grew up with? You know what? I get the best of both worlds. I know how to prepare Western food, and I know how to make my country's food. And where I live now, I'm able to buy the grocery store、um, that cater to my needs. Or my family's needs, so I do both. I love Western food, and I do love Asian food as well. You're right. You're living the best of both worlds. It's wonderful. Now you have a history with Altenew as well, and you've been with us for quite a few years. What's your current role with our company? Well, it's a love affair, and still is. I started out as a guest designer. Actually, I was Altenew's first guest designer. I was really honored, and I just love what Jen and Tasnim do, and I just follow whatever they do. I I love it. I was involved with the educator program. I started that program with Nabil's support and a lot of input from our leadership team. My daughter actually helped me to fine tune a few questions I have when I need to have a Q and A for our educator program. So she helped me word it a bit better, but it was very challenging time. But I enjoyed how the program is helping crafters to learn to be a better crafters and eventually become educators for Altenew. My current role now is helping Altenew to coordinate the design team members. That's my new role. As you know, Altenew has become such a huge、um, presence in crafting industry, and we have so many talent. And I think Altenew like to cover a lot of talented crafters, and it, it is a huge task. I think we have almost twenty people as a design team member. And it is a big team, and I'm very happy that I am trusted with that new role. And so I hope I I do it justice. I'm still learning. I think you're such a perfect person to be in that position, though, because a lot of what we wanted to bring to the design team is that sense of community. And a lot of the members of the design teams have. Known each other a little bit now, but they really want more of that family feeling. And I feel like you are one of those crafters that always goes above and beyond to connect and reach out to other crafters. You're always so good at leaving comments on people's projects. Again, for so many years that I've known you, even before Altenew, you're just always that community building type of person. And I think that's really what we need in crafting and. In the world in general, but especially in this crafting space where there's so many opportunities for us to support one another. Thank you for saying that. It's it's really just because I love being helpful. I love being with our fellow crafters and share ideas. And so whenever I can contribute, I would like to leave feedback. Especially, obviously, positive feedback. I think it really helps a person. Even though we all know we're doing something good or something to be appreciated, but it's still nice. It makes a huge difference from someone else's point of view. 
And just to give you a little push, a little lift. And I'm very happy to do that, to be that person. That's great. It's definitely needed. And I've been in that position where I've put my projects out into the world, per se. And just getting those comments really does help encourage me to keep going. That it's not only something that I enjoy doing for myself, but I'm happy that other people out there are are enjoying what I'm creating as well. Exactly. Now, how long ago did you start creating and start crafting? So... When my son was born, we have a local Michael store open as well. I went in to have a look and I saw stamps and I was really intrigued. Back in the those days, it was just wooden stamps. And um, we happened to have a local store lady who was very good at teaching stamping. So I actually learned a lot from her. And eventually we have clear stamp and I learned to connect with people online. Around 2009, 2010, uh, Hero Art happened to have a huge group in the Flickr. So that's where I joined a lot of like-minded stampers. And uh, it kind of like pushed me to be a better stamper and learn to appreciate this craft. And now everyday life for me, I feel that some days it can be very stressful. I would just go to my desk and stamp a few things. <laughs> and that really just calm my mind and get my mind off, even just for 10 minutes. So that's my stamp therapy. I hope whoever is out there who just starting, you know, you just do a little bit every time and you feel better. <laughs> and... um I also like to think our stamp therapy is actually a very good thing in the world of chaos. You have your own little desk and that you could work with and something you're happy with. And the best thing is you can give this car you make to a person that you care. So it's really a win-win situation. It really is. Now, when I see your projects, I feel like I know that it's a Virginia project. And I was trying to think, what is it that makes a card a Virginia card? And I think it's your use of color because you're not afraid to put a lot of different colors onto one project. You're always trying out different color combinations. And I'm curious where you get your inspiration for that. I kind of just let my mind go wild. I'm sorry to say, but that is because I'm not a true, uh, I still don't think I'm that good. I'm not a true artist. So I like to experiment. Eventually, I guess because I have been at it for so long now, it became a habit, whether you know it or not. I guess you just kind of know what you would like to do. And I'm a very intuitive person person. So that's what I do. I don't really have a guideline or rope, but I do get inspired by things I see and my surroundings. Due to COVID, we're really home a lot. So I take inspiration from my yard, the flowers I see, and I'm very lucky to have a tree lot in my backyard. So I think it just relaxes me seeing pretty colors. And so that kind of reflect on my work. Yeah, you have a very cheerful aesthetic. And I I think it's really fantastic to see because sometimes people may be hesitant to use so many colors. And it just shows that, you know, if you're careful and thoughtful about the way you're doing something, it really comes through in the project. And I think your cards are just so much fun. Thank you. 
Yeah, I, I like to give that happy feelings. I also care about emotions, and that's why I like to add a little motion in my car. You can't really see the motion, but with the splatter or with the color, sometimes it makes you feel something, and that gives me joy when I do that. What's your favorite? Coloring medium to use on your projects.、Um, I do love watercoloring these days.、Uh, I'm not very good at it, but I find it so easy to use to to apply. For someone who's not good at coloring, I'm still learning how to do alcohol marker coloring. But that's because I'm not a very patient person. I do find that watercoloring give me very quick. Instant gratifying feeling when I、mm-hmm. need to get that shade, and it just—it's not hard to add shading. So that's what I enjoy, and I think I could be good at coloring pencils. I just need to give myself more time. You're definitely right when it comes to patience, because I feel like that's something I encounter as well, especially when it comes to alcohol marker coloring, because. You could spend hours on one piece, one project, one card, and I just really look up to the people who can do that, and they do it so artfully. And I'm with you up more on the instant gratification. You put some watercolor down, and you can really—not that I want projects to happen quickly—but you just feel like you're getting somewhere. Not oh, I spent 30 minutes, and all I've done is one petal. This is something that you can get a little bit more done. Exactly. You you said just how I felt it too about watercoloring. It's kind of odd. You would think watercoloring actually takes patience, but actually, for a person who's not patient, I find it very easy, very quick, and to give me that result that I want to achieve. Whereas alcohol marker, I find it very daunting sometimes. Like I said, I definitely respect those artists who do wonderful things with、Same、artist、here. markers and alcohol markers, and I hope to one day get that patience to be able to learn how to improve that part of my techniques and craft. So. Do you ever want to make a handmade card but have no ideas? Are you stuck with crafter's block with no inspiration? Looking for more paper crafting ideas on the go? Check out our monthly free editions of Create and Inspire, so you can learn to craft anywhere you are, whenever you want. Our monthly ebook is packed with exclusive video tutorials, written instructions, project photos, and more. Head over to www.altenew.com to subscribe now. What is your favorite thing about being on the Altenew team? So, like a lot of crafters who love Altenew product, I get that high every time I see an email coming in. <gasps> new, new stamp, new die. I live for them. I just love how innovative Altenew designs are. It pushes me to create something that I wouldn't think I could do it. But because of these design, it challenged my mind to just to expand a little bit, to think a little different. I normally don't overthink my design. I pretty much just approach it. But sometimes it does take one or two more takes to get to where you want to get. So for a release project, I like to do one or two cards and see which card makes the product looks even more amazing. 
that gave me the high. I think that is why I love being on the design team. And the people I know who design these products are good people. And everyone is just like a great team player. And that's why I haven't left yet. <laughs> <laughs> and we hope you don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you. you could stay as long as you want, Virginia. Oh, thank you. Well, I'm going to write that down. <laughs> oh, definitely. It's it's official. You heard it. It's on a recording. I have officially said you could stay as long as you want. <laughs> thank you. So I have a lot of other crafty hobbies, and I'm always interested to hear how other people create, whether it's creating in the kitchen or creating through sewing or drawing or sculpting. Are there any other ways that you like to get creative? Um, well, I think this paper crafting is already taking me a huge chunk of time. I can't see myself doing something else. I'm not into sewing so much, but I do love the sewing aspect in paper crafting. So that kind of pushed me to do a bit more stitching, hand stitching. On the other hand, I'm very happy to cook, to bake. So if you follow me on my Instagram, you see I often share food photos. That's because I used to do a little bit of catering. At one point, I thought maybe I'll do a private cater thing. But that didn't really pan out because it was really too much work because I juggle with working at John's office and I had two kids and it was just too much. However, I did do one funny thing. I do pamper my kids' music teacher so much. When it comes to Christmas, I give them catering food at their house. I brought stuff to their house to cook. So I did that for the cello teacher. I did that for piano teacher. And of course, they love it because the food I cook is not something they will make. I made spring rolls. I made wontons. I made stir fry food. And, and they love it. So this is something I just enjoy doing. So yeah, it's kind of crazy. That's amazing. That is a really great gift for the holidays. And I'm sure you're the only person who gave them anything like that. It's so unique and special. Thank you. I don't think anybody else did that. <laughs> What's so funny is that I used to teach private instrumental lessons as well. And one of my students was an adorable Vietnamese girl. And once her mom did cook food for me, it wasn't for a holiday or anything, but she was mm -hmm. making a bunch of food. And it's like, do you want to take this home with you? And I was so thrilled to have some food. There you go. <laughs> because the parents appreciate you so much. Food is the next best thing, right? Just like cards. It's made with love, made with lots of wonderful ingredients, and it feeds your stomach and your soul. So what could be more better, right? What could be better? You're making me so hungry now, Virginia. <laughs> well, next time when you come in my area, I'd love to cook for you and date. Oh. I would love <laughs> that so much. Now, my last question is always the one that's challenging because you have to think outside of the box here. What are fun facts, fun Virginia Lou facts that maybe nobody knows about or things that you want to share with our audience? It doesn't have to be about crafting or it could be. It could be your favorite techniques for crafting. It could be something that you would love to try when it comes to paper crafting or it could be something completely random. It's totally up to you. Well, I live a very quiet life now. 
But I like to think about my student days. I had a wild, fun side that nobody probably know except my childhood friends. I was basically a class clown, if you can believe that.、Um, I like to do impressions. I do impressions of celebrities on TV. I even mimic our teacher at one point, and、uh, it was kind of embarrassing. I was in grade seven. And my English, I actually was a teacher's pet because my English was rather good in Taiwan. <laughs> And I actually mimic this English teacher with her accent, with her tone. And while I was imitating her, my bag was facing the back door. My English teacher came in. She actually saw、oh, no. my impression. <laughs> I could see my friend's face change, and I was like, "What's going on? Why? Why are they?" And I looked back, and yes, my English teacher was staring at me with a smile. I was、so, going to ask if you got in trouble for that. No? no, no. So I, I think I was even more convinced I'm her favorite because <laughs> <laughs> I could capture her essence. I guess you could say with with my impression. And I actually wanted to be an actress, if you can believe it or not. But my mom, there's said, still time. You can change. No,、yeah. <laughs> my mom said you're not pretty enough. Oh, but you know, I think you're beautiful. You, you can. It's different. Back in the day, I mean, you want to be an actress. Back in the day, no, it's probably easier just for you to get a teacher's job. <laughs> But I think that probably explains why sometimes I'm a little funny. <laughs> I'm not your average quiet Chinese lady, I guess. We need to get、so. you on TV. I want to see this this acting. I want to hear the impressions. <laughs> oh well, I haven't done too many, but I do it with my kids, so they get the gist. <laughs> That's awesome. I think this might be the most unique thing that I never expected. Us to talk about. I had no idea that you had this other side of you that does impressions. That's phenomenal. Oh,、wow. well, thank you. Well, I think that's probably the the little less known fact about me. But what you see is what you get. I just love making food and happy cards, and、I、enjoy just being part of Out New. And、uh, I learn a lot with my crafting journey as well. I think everybody has that. And I want to encourage everyone to take your own creative journey. No one is exactly the same. We are on our own path, and just do what makes you happy. That is perfect advice, and I feel like that is such a great sentiment for us to end on because it's really important for people to remember that. And we're all going through difficult times right now, and I think just having that as a reminder is really. Impactful. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Virginia. Like I said, I had been looking forward to this. I've been waiting for the day that I could have you as a guest, and you did not disappoint. I've learned so much about you today. Well, thank you so much, Jen. I'm again honored to be here, and I'm happy to have a chance to talk to everyone in my own way. <laughs> so, thank you for giving me the chance. You're welcome, and to everybody listening out there, I want to thank you as well for joining us today. And always remember to craft your life. Bye. Bye. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Stitcher, and everywhere you can find podcasts to keep up with every new episode. 
Shoot us an email at support at altenew.com with your feedback, and don't forget to craft your life.